show on St. Patrick's Day at Marvin's La Elite, wherein they was compelled by Marvin to wear sparkly green paper top hats and cheap red chin whiskers made out of God knows what in an attempt to have them resemble somebody's idea of leprechauns. But it didn't turn out too badly for them. They had some fun, and a pretty young lady that worked at the club named Sandy helped Jimmy straighten up his beard which set him spiraling to a wonderland of love. The two of them had been spending some time together, and it seemed to brighten his usual dour demeanor considerably. Jesse had finally made good on his attempt at glam or glitter rock or whatever you want to call it by writing a song that he thought sounded like one of David Bowie's. It was called Spaceship Lovin'. Of course, didn't sound anything like David Bowie, but it did have the word space in it. We're looking up at the night We know our timing's right My baby and me getting high Getting high Way up in the sky Up at the moon, 
We count the hours till we blast off for more space, love, and soon. She's underneath, she's up above, and having me no gravity in a spaceship loving, yeah. Spaceship loving, yeah. Spaceship. pretty good man everybody played really well i mean that's great great solo you did there carl uh, yeah your bass part's really good billy and you know i even like that i like that countdown that was a really good idea that really makes that part of the song and jimmy your drumming was really good thanks man so I guess I just assume that you don't like that song either, huh? No, no, that is all right. It's all right. I mean, you know, it wasn't bad. It's it's kind of fun to play. Man, that's nice to hear y'all y'all being friends again and everything. I mean, that's that's cool, man. I, I, I you know, it's it's refreshing. Yeah, friends. Okay, let's don't push it there, Billy. All right. So Jimmy, that girl that you met at the at the St. Patrick's gig, man. She she seems really nice. Uh, what was her name? You don't need to worry about her name. Her name's Sandy, man. I heard her tell him. Uh, Sandy. Well, what? thanks, Billy. Why don't you go ahead and give him her phone number and mailing address and all? Well, I was just asking because, you know, she seemed really nice and she's really cute. She's got that pretty long you, you brown know, I, hair. You know what? I just remembered something. I, I, her real name, Jesse, is Back the fuck off. That's her real name. Well, that's a really weird name, man. I bet she got a lot of shit when she was in school. Drop it, man. Like, is she from France or something like that? Let it go. Well, maybe we ought to talk about the uh, elephant in the room, fellas. What's What's the the elephant elephant in the room? room? Fucking elephant. Man, you know them guys from Picnic Records is coming down to talk to Dink and Fletcher about making a record. You know, the Dazzle Dudes are going to have an album out, man. It's going to be on, on television on the Superstation WTBS up in Atlanta. Everybody's going to be able to get a copy of it. I think that's pretty cool, don't you? Yeah, I believe it when it's sitting on my turntable and I'm fixing to put the tone arm down to listen to it. That's when I'll believe it. Yep. Yeah, it's nice of Dink and Fletcher to offer to sort of run interference with these cats from up north. I mean, New Jersey or wherever the hell they're from, you know. I mean, I'm excited about it, I guess. But, you know, I kind of want to see the color of their money, man. Yeah, fucking elephant. (laughs) Room. Money color. Yeah, Fletcher had... uh anointed us Erzot's managers for the Dazzle Dudes on account of how they didn't even have any kind of manager or nothing even close to it. So 
these two fellers that Captain Halloran had mentioned a while back was coming down from Picnic Records up in New Jersey, and they wanted to talk about doing a record for the Dazzle Dudes that they was going to market on the brand new WTBS Superstation in Atlanta, where they had claimed to have already sold millions of Roger Whitaker and Slim Whitman records. But it sounded like it could be sort of an interesting little little project for the dudes to do, and hell, they know they'd get their songs out on some kind of record anyway. Seemed like back then everybody was making a record. Hell, uh, the mayor of Macon, Georgia, guy they called Machine Gun Ronnie Thompson, made an album, and later on a fella named Zell Miller, who'd been governor, put out an album. I remember that one was called something like, They Can't Ration Nothing I Ain't Done Without Before. I always doubted that. It was a nice, folksy, homespun needlepoint of a record title, though, I guess. So these picnic record boys, they come down from Jersey and met with me and Fletch over at the WTFH studios. And I just got to say, them guys, they had sorriness just dripping off of them. When me and Fletcher met with them, Fletch insisted on taping the whole meeting. His thinking was that since we weren't lawyers, didn't really represent the dudes in any legal way, we could at least get whatever promises they was making on record before we discussed it with the band. Now, these two fellers was named Garton Munn and Ricky Tonder or Tander or something. Garton Munn, a little bit short, skinny feller, did most of, well, pretty much all the talking. And Ricky Tander hardly said anything because he had one of those things called an electrolarynx. He had had a tracheotomy at some point, and so he had this little box, looked sort of like an electric shaver that he had to hold up to his neck to talk, and a lot of times he'd start talking before he got it to his neck, so you'd only catch a fragment or whatever it was he was trying to say. But I got to tell you, pretty much all of it was just hateful and, and vulgar, I found out much later that the reason he had that thing was that an R&B artist back in the 60s that he had treated very poorly got mad at him and shot him in the neck with a pistol. So there you go. That's the kind of guys them fellas were. Munn kept saying that he wasn't going to go on a tape, and he said it was because Tander was embarrassed at having that voice machine on tape. That was just nothing but bullshit. Fletcher Lafayette had some guts, boy, and you saw it that day. I mean, he stood up right up to these guys, and they was like, you know, like acting like they was kind of connected to the mob or something like that, some kind of gangsters, and he just didn't care. He didn't give a shit at all. He stood right up to them and said that we were going to tape it, and that was that. It was something. This is Fletcher Lafayette, station manager of WTFH in Mixon, Georgia. I have in the room with me today William Dinkerson, Freaky Dink Fingerhut, on-air personality at WTFH. Also present 
are Garton Munn and Richard Tander, who represent Picnic Records of Newark, New Jersey. Welcome, gentlemen. We're from Elizabeth, and I told you, turn the tape recorder off. Turn the fucking thing off. You're going to embarrass my associate, Mr. Tanner. No, I'm sorry, sir. I can't do turn that. Turn it off. No, I won't turn it off. I'm afraid that we need to record these proceedings. They are germane to any further off. negotiations that we may have no, with no. the artist known no. as the Dazzle Dudes. I'm telling you, turn it off. Turn it off now. I'll not do it. We'll have this recording, or you, sirs, will have no deal. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, okay, leave the fucking thing. That's fine. Hey, you know what? You want to embarrass a disabled person? That is you want to make not, a disabled person feel intention. bad? Go ahead. That's not my intention. We just need documentation of these Yeah, procedures. yeah, 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 yeah. Fine, whatever. Go ahead. Leave the thing running, you know. Uh, yeah, ni- nice bandana you got around your neck there, buddy. Why, thank you very much, sir. It's actually an ascot. Yeah, right, ascot. Okay, so let's, let's talk turkey here. So these dazzle duds, okay. We, it's it, dazzle Do you dudes. know what we could do for you guys? Are you are you familiar with Picnic Records? Of yes. course you're fucking familiar with yes, Picnic yes, Records because everybody is. Yes. You know? We're what familiar. about Bobby Carlton and his mysteries? Yes, I you know, remember them, You I ever think. heard a little thing called You Make Me Smile All Night? I yeah, think, you yes. have. You probably played it a million fucking times on this radio uh, station was, back in the day. Yeah. All right, it gets, we moved past all that. There was yes. some legal stuff. You know, we got into hmm. the other side of the promotional stuff. That's not stuff anybody needs to worry about. Well, it's we'll just window dressing. The big deal now part. is you held, I mean, you guys down here, you got this thing <clears> up in Atlanta, Georgia, right? Where it's like that somewhere like up north of here, right? Yes. They got the big, this north. guy started this, this TV station called Superstation, and he's selling all these products on it. Well, let me just tell you what we did. We used that thing as a shoehorn to get our foot in the door of every household in North America. That's the Roger Whitaker greatest hits, the Slim Whitman greatest hits. You got your now generation singers. Flying out the door. Everybody's got to copy these records. And that's what we want to yes. do with the Dazzy Duds. That's Daz- going to be. Dazzle it's, Dudes. Yeah, they're, whatever they're called. I don't know. Well, what are they? What, how do, what do they even look like? Are they, are they pretty they're good looking? You attractive. know what? Scratch that. It doesn't make any difference. We'll just put a okay. picture of some trees or a landscape or some shit on the cover. Well, it doesn't matter. They're good looking. You know, young they got men. some they're songs. Fine. Those songs. I'm not copyrighted. Am I correct in assuming I, this? Okay. I Good believe deal. that's true. We like yes. to hear that. That's who we like to work with. New artists. We are we're in the business yes. of breaking yes. new artists. That's what we like to do. So we're gonna do we're gonna do these guys right. You'll be so happy. Everybody's just gonna be counting the money, going back and forth to the bank. You're gonna those get really tired of driving your car to the bank. I'm telling you, tell these duds, tell the Dazzy Duds, dudes, it's they're dudes. gonna be rich men, okay? All right. I'll certainly get the message to them, sir, and that's a very um, interesting and compelling argument that's right. on it's, many it's levels. A, it's a good offer. We are, of course, familiar with uh, 
Mr. Turner's superstition. Everybody yes, is, it yeah. is. It has shown itself to be a very popular marketing tool. Yeah, well, I for mean, what? Um, no, no fucking kidding. What we'll need to do, of course, is uh-huh. get the lawyers to look at the paperwork what? that you've drawn up and get. Take it under advisement. Lawyers, lawyers, what lawyers? Well, who wants lawyers? Well, Am I right? I mean, all lawyers do, they bill you. Well, they take uh, money. They do take we money, We want to yes. keep that money. But we want you to keep that money. They provide Myself and my associate, Mr. Tanda, we like but, money. So why don't we just take this paperwork and we'll just put it in front of you right now. Um, you can read it. Take all oh, the time well, you want. Read the, read the documents. Read the uh-huh, contracts. Yes. Go ahead and sign uh, it, and we'll get your dazzle duds uh, all set to go. Dudes, we'll make yes. a fucking record and make millions of dollars, uh, and everybody I've, will be rich and driving Cadillacs. What uh, do you say? I think there's something that you failed to grasp here. Uh, yeah, huh? We are not legally representatives of the group, the Dazzle Dudes. We Excuse are me? merely here to vet this document before we actually vet. turn like, it over to like the lawyers. To, for, for and pets? the band members for oh, their consideration. We can't sign anything. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I'm not You got sir. us all the fucking way down here uh, to talk with you guys. We thought we were doing it, negotiations in good well, faith. Well, we, we are. And in now fact. you're telling me you can't sign the papers for the fucking thing? You, yes, what, you I'm, gotta, I'm afraid that's you gotta correct. You got to give it to yes, lawyers? And, yes. we, and we got to walk out of here with nothing? Well, it's not nothing. Obviously, we are going to read over them and then turn them over to the band. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, Felcher? I think my uh, I think my associate, Fletcher, Mr. Fletcher Tanda, wants yet. to say something. I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to. I've been in the record business 30 fucking years. Ever heard of Frankie Lyman and the teenagers? You sons of bitches, you're damn right. Yeah, I made them. I broke them. I can do the same thing to you people and your stupid teenage whatever the fuck duty dads. I gotta come all the way down to East Bumblefuck, no place just to sit in a tiny high room with a faggot wearing an ascot and a caveman with one eyebrow, you sons of bitches. So that was our introduction to Munn and Tander. And Fletcher stood his ground, they left the paperwork, we gave it to the lawyers and the band. After the lawyers looked it over, it actually was not that unusual of a record deal. Pretty much all record deals back in them days sucked anyway. At least the dudes were going to finally get to put their songs on a piece of vinyl. And I'm sure they were planning on including Spaceship Loving.
You've been listening to episode five of Dazzle Dudes, which was written, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway. All material copyright 2019. You can find the Dazzle Dudes on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Podcasts, Stitcher at DazzleDudes.com. You can probably listen to it on your leaf blower. Hardy, hardy. <laughs>